Hello and welcome to the Tizzy Wire podcast, episode two. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate you guys taking another listen. If you haven't listened to the first episode, it was basically my introduction to this whole project, what it's about and where I'm going with it. But essentially, in summary, it was about me rediscovering my inner artistry, my hobbies from the past, from over 10 years ago, trying to get back into it now that I'm not quite middle-aged, but getting creeping up there and have a lot more juggling than I used to when I was younger. So that was the introduction. Um, But for this one, I apologize also if you hear in the background, my daughter is trying to go to sleep and it's a bit of a struggle lately, I'm going to tell you. She takes like at least an hour to go down and it makes doing these recordings really tricky, Um, especially with all the background noise and the other things we have going on sometimes. So please be patient and treat it as ambiance for this next episode, which I was kind of hoping to make it about how I balance it, or at least attempt to, (laughs) at least attempt to being a mom and trying to get some of these artistic projects off the ground and how it all works together or doesn't work together. Um, So to begin, I mean, one of the first things that I had to let go in venturing forward was I had to do some brain cleansing to start. So I had to kind of reframe my mind and, and really accept the fact that I was never going to be able to do it all perfectly. So you could probably say that perfectionism was the thing that I had to let go of. And I'm still struggling with that, to be honest. I always wanted to have a really organized house. I always really wanted to have everything look a certain way, have myself dressed a certain way. I loved to cook and have food taste a certain way. I like to have my kitchen look and be cleaned in a certain way. And a lot of that I had to throw away in order to fit the time in for this podcast, for the art that I'm doing. And I've kind of learned that I've also had to restructure how I fit art into my day. Again, I am a multifaceted person. So while this podcast was about me getting back into music specifically, and that's where this all came from and arose from, I've always had other different artistic mediums that I've loved to do as well. And I found that really has come in handy as part of this process to prevent me from becoming discouraged. Because during the day, especially during the weekends, um, I'm on, I'm on my feet like all day chasing my daughter because I just want to spend so much time with her. And it's hard for me to just sit at a computer after I sit at a computer all week, five days a week, doing other kinds of things for my day job. And I just don't sometimes want to sit at a computer and stare at a screen for my entire life. I feel like it makes my head feel fuzzy. I feel like I don't get any exercise. I don't I feel like I don't get any exposure in my other environment. So me just going from one project where I'm working at home for my day job into a project where I'm editing at a screen that was not my idea of how I wanted to spend my weekends in doing this because I want to spend it with my daughter and I don't want her to only have her exposure to life be in front of a screen. 
And I know that that's become the norm, but that's not in this day and age, but that's not what I want for her. So what I've been doing in my weekends is I've had to kind of adapt. So music right now at her age, she's three years old right now. Music doesn't really quite work except if we want to do some dancing in the living room or if I want to teach her a new song. Most of the time we do more structured music like singing in the car. And I usually get that to share that with her a little bit. But when it comes to day to day on the weekends, what I've been able to do and what I've discovered is she really loves projects. She always says, I want to do a project, mom, always. So for her birthday, I actually got her a little project book and it has markers and it has little stickers and stamps and fabric and little things that she can cut out with her little child scissors, which is one of her favorite things, is just cutting everything to shreds. And she just sits there and she will do that for like an hour and a half. And I thought, you know, during that time I could, I could be cleaning or I could be doing any number of things. But what I thought to myself was why not share that with her and do some of the things that I love at the same time? Why lose that time? So that's what I started doing. And while I'm not working at a screen and working at my music during this time, I have been getting back into jewelry making. It's oddly enough. And that was something I got into when I was pregnant with her. I couldn't really get around a lot and do some of the things that I love to do, like standing up and cooking for two hours, <laughs> which I used to love doing. And I miss it a lot, but I've had to let that go a bit. Mostly because any of the stuff I was cooking, she won't eat anyway. So why spend my time that way? <laughs> but getting back into jewelry making, she loves it. She loves me sharing with her how I'm doing it. And now the jewelry making that I do, it's not, I'm not doing any kind of welding or soldering or anything that has to do with chemicals. I'm doing wire jewelry and I'm very responsible about it. She's not anywhere near any of the sharp tools, but she does get to see it and she does get to watch what it is I'm doing. And I found that very therapeutic for me and therapeutic for her. We can keep it fairly quiet or sometimes we have some music in the background, but we will work on our projects for like an hour and a half, two hours. And I've found that I can pump out at least one piece by the end of that. And an interesting thing that I found is that I'm getting better at it. And it wasn't even something I was seeking to do as part of my life right now. But it's just naturally falling in line with my pacing, with what I need to, what, with what I can fit in in a day. I do want to get back into music. But it is so much easier to fit this into my day. And I still will do the music that I want to be writing. But I can't just not be creative and I can't sit in front of a screen all day. It's not healthy for me. So for now, I'm really enjoying this as part of the process. And she's enjoying it too. And I've been actually teaching her how to do some of it a little bit. Just what all the pieces are and how they all work. And I think that as a mom in general, we have to pick what fits with our schedule and what works with us and our kids' individual needs. And that's the thing that I've had to recognize. Like I said, I had to give up cooking and cooking was my hobby for the longest time. 
I loved making curries. I loved making my own noodles and dumplings. I'm a vegetarian, lifelong vegetarian, raised vegetarian. Again, going back to the first episode, raised by hippies. So yes, I was a vegetarian before it was cool. And believe me, it was not cool (laughs) when I was younger. So I spent the last or my first few years learning how to cook things vegetarian to make them taste really well before there were a lot of vegetarian restaurants. And I got very passionate about that. And now I can't make anything vegetarian anymore because my daughter won't eat anything vegetarian. So there's that. (laughs) The adaptability of fitting in my art and changing my life as being a mom has been a journey to say the least. And I know that other moms are going through that too. And I've seen some of my other friends that have had kids for maybe a couple of years now. And a few of them, I've watched them start doing their own kind of crafty projects. And I'm wondering if it's for the same reasons. Like some time has opened up. The potty training is underway. And it's time to refocus and re-gear and think about what it is that you want for you in your life. Because it's easy to get always focused on the kids. It's so easy to do that. And I was doing that for a while. And there was something that I noticed in doing that. It's not just about me wanting to do my projects and, oh, isn't it nice that we get to sit down together and do things as a family. The fact that I'm investing this time in me wanting to be an artist again is making me into a better person because it's making me into a more genuine person for her. What I realize is I don't want to live vicariously through my child as far as her getting out there and becoming an artist herself. I don't want to set that as the example for her. I want her to be comfortable being authentic with who she is, seeing me being as authentic as I can be, and me seeing me being bolder and braver and making things and completing things so she can see what that's like. So she can see how something gets started, how something muddies through the middle, and how it completes on the other side. And me showing her how to do that along the way. And I think that there's no... I mean, there's a lot of wonderful things we teach our kids. But this is one of the more important ones because this is the one that will hopefully sustain her beyond my time. That's what I want her to know, is that I want her to have fuel, fuel that she burns on, fuel that she she can ignite when she's got nothing left. When everything, all the pillars in your life fall apart, the one thing you have left standing in the room is you. And what is left of you when there's nothing else in the room? There should be enough grounding. And that grounding, for many of us, especially those of us who started as artists in the beginning, is that, is that creative expression. Because if we're not creating something, if we're not building something, then what else are we doing? What what else is the point of any of it? And I think that's where a lot of us can slip into depression. A lot of us can slip into a sense of nihilism about our lives I can see that 
in, in myself. I mean, I definitely slipped into it for a little while there because I just, I was so caught up in perfectionism and making sure everything would, would be so perfect that there was no way I could ever embarrass myself. And what I found out is, of course, I'm going to embarrass myself. I don't know what I'm doing. There are plenty of people out there who have been doing this far longer than me, who know what they're doing, who make it look so easy. And who the hell am I? Who the hell am I? Who do I think I am? Well, you know what? I found out that those were not very helpful thoughts. And they were just keeping me in a rut. And the scarier and more interesting question was, so what? So what if I get embarrassed? My daughter makes mistakes all the time. Do I want her to be afraid of being embarrassed? Do I want to set the example for that? I don't want that. I don't want her to fall down and be afraid of getting up. I don't want her to be afraid of going outside because she gets stung by a bee. I'm deathly afraid of bees, by the way. That one is a hard one for me. <laughs> a bee is around me, and I am just bolting faster than I can even instinctually figure out where I'm going. I might just run into a wall. I don't even know. I can't control it, but I'm working on it. <laughs> because I can't throw my baby as I'm bolting away from a hive. <laughs> but that's, I digress. What I'm talking about is, I don't want her to be afraid of the scary things out there. Even if they terrify me. So that means I have to be a little bit braver. I have to step up. I'm deathly afraid of blood too. And you know what? I've had to deal with that one. <laughs> and it gets easier. And I don't see why putting myself out there, as far as this stuff goes, is any different. Because it's not. Everybody should be out there putting themselves on the line, being their truest forms as much as they can for themselves. And if they can't do it for themselves, do it for your kids. But I think you should do it for you. And I think it should come back to that. But I know for me, when I saw it being reflected in her being a little unsure of herself, I had to check in and I had to see what I was doing and what I was expressing. And that was another motivator for this. That's what another motivator for Tizzy Wire. <laughs> so Tizzy Wire is going to be a conglomeration, continuum. Whether I'm doing jewelry, whether I'm doing music, which I am going to do, that is not gone. I just need to buy that MIDI keyboard. I bought, yes, I bought a whole computer setup and I forgot the MIDI keyboard. I forgot a whole setup for it. I thought I bought the right thing, bought the wrong thing. It's kind of embarrassing giving this whole uh, project I was trying to put together. But next month's budget is going to be in there. And we'll move forward. <laughs> but we fill in the gaps along the way. <laughs> you know, we let the house go a little bit. We don't cook as much. We don't buy new clothes, at least for ourselves. Maybe I don't get my hair done as much as I once did. But you know what? All of that is going to fall in line. I'm going to get better at this. And that's the most important thing. I wanted to share this journey to make it as raw as possible. Make it as muddy as possible. <laughs> and I'm going to get more structure to it. I swear. 
I am hoping to reach out to some of you guys soon and hopefully share some of the art that you guys are doing because you guys all inspire me. My feed is just full of art these days. I've just loaded my Instagram with everything that inspires me. I know a lot of women out there are like, get really insecure about Instagram because they see the models and whatever. I don't know. That's just not me. I'm, I'm looking at the models. I'm like, I want to make that. I want to build that. I want to like create this beautiful work of art that this person is making. I want to get a camera. I want to do the whole thing. Maybe do my own photography. Maybe do my own modeling. I don't know. I just want my feed and my brain to be stuff that inspires me right now. And I want to bring that into my house as a mom. And I want to bring that into my life and in my family and just ignite everything. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. This is a little bit of a shorter podcast today, but I wanted to share some stream of consciousness and how things are going. And I will keep you guys posted as things move forward. All right. Take care of you all. And be sure to check out the website. New articles coming up out there all the time. Tizzywire.com. You can also check us out on social media at Instagram, which is pending, by the way. Instagram is actually pending. They've locked me out. I've got to figure that one out. But Twitter, we're on there, as well as on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. So please check us out, and I look forward to talking to you again. All right. Take care, y'all. 